Real estate is competitive and many agents hold successful strategies close to their chest, but not great agents and certainly not me. I'm here to help you succeed. I'm Chris Heller with this week's episode of the Agent Advice Podcast. Everyone in the industry knows agents need a way to make smarter decisions based on data and real reviews, not just sales pitches. Hi, it's Chris Heller, uh, Chief Real Estate Officer at Ojo Labs and host of the Agent Advice Podcast. And today we got a great guest, uh, Ryan uh, from Spyglass Realty, which is an independent uh, brokerage here in Austin, Texas. some, some things you do that are really cool that I want to talk about, and I think that some of the agents and brokers that, that listen to our podcast will, will benefit from. So, Ryan, take a couple minutes, just explain, uh, introduce yourself, your brokerage, how long you've been doing what you've been doing, and, and what the business looks like. Yeah, sure. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Ryan Rodenbeck, and I am the uh, broker owner, CEO of Spyglass Realty. Um, I started this brokerage in 2008, uh, really as a just to be a broker and had a couple of agents that were uh, happened to come with me. And you know, looking back, not sure why, but uh, really kind of got my stuff together uh, as a pr- producing agent around 2011. Um, became a top producing agent, and around 2015, I got really serious about the brokerage. I uh, started bringing in leads. I've always had a knack for uh, bringing in internet leads and um, started building the brokerage around that. And in 2017, I made the decision to get really serious about getting out of production and uh, building the brokerage up so that I could bring enough income from working with agents that I would not have to produce anymore. So. Uh, started that journey and really that all came to fruition uh, really this year. At the beginning of the year, we had 27 agents and we just finished it with uh, 43. So wow. great. So was that a hard was that a hard transition to make to go from you know a top producing agent who who was in production also had agents that weren't? Were some of those agents on your team and some of them were independent in your brokerage? Or what was that structure like and how? I want to talk about that transition you made. Yeah, so really it was one of the hardest things I've ever done, quite frankly, because, uh, you know, in 2017 in particular, I just remember how tough it was because I was so busy doing so much real estate and I had, you know, between 10 and 12 agents that, you know, if you ever heard the saying, the mind can't serve two masters, uh, that it was definitely the case. So, in 2019, uh, and, and you know, really my production was feeding the business. I mean, this has been like a startup for the past three or four years. And, uh, you know, I would have made a lot more money having been a single agent or running just a small team. <clears throat> so uh, in, in 2019, we, my wife and I own a handful of duplexes, and we, we decided that we're, we're going to sell one of our duplexes, cash out, you know, $150,000 just so that I could take the next six months and not have to worry about production at all. Um, still did some, but, you know, not because I, I had to. They just kind of came to me instead of working just every single one that I needed to. Uh, so making that transition was really, really tough. Uh, and, 
you know, our what we what we ended up with is that we have a what I consider to be a hybrid between a team and a brokerage. So, we, of the forty three agents, I believe right now we have about eighteen of them that take leads. So, uh, I've actually just wrote an article on Inman about this uh, that came out a couple weeks ago, and it's about you know whether an agent should be on a team or, or a brokerage and when it's time to make that transition. Uh, and there are, are a few brokerages out there and it's starting to become more common that are what, like mine, that are, that are hybrids, meaning you can take leads. Yes, there's a, a, a lower split on it, uh, but there's also a place for, uh, you know, full-time agents that are independent as well. And that's exactly how my brokerage is set up. Yeah. I think that I think that's smart. I think you're ahead of your time. I, the um, you know a lot of brokerages are 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 coming to the realization that they have to operate either more in a hybrid uh, you know um, dynamic or more like a, just a large team because yeah. there, there's agents. It, it's it's serving the needs of the agents. It's also serving the needs of the brokerage. Yeah, you know, the um, right now as as. And I'm and I'm partial, and I'm a big fan of of, of of what you're doing and everything else. Not just because my daughter is one of your agents, uh, but because I, I think it's smart. And if if I was starting a brokerage today, I think it would look a lot like like yours. Uh, the tell me about the dynamic of the agents. Do you view the agents the, that are taking leads as a a stepping stone for them, or is this something that you view more as hey for the right agents and the right the right mentality. This is something that can can is very sustainable for for them and and yourself. Actually, I, I, I view it as a stepping stone for most of them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I look at the progression of an agent, and you know, uh, most of the time it's going to be for most agents that are are, are newer agent. I think that you, being on a team is a good. Uh, it's a good first step, right? And so we're real careful. We don't hire that many new agents. Um, we do, when I mean, we hire, you know, a, a couple a year, but the ones that we hire have a history in sales. I mean, you may know this, but uh, 73% of all agents fail and drop out during the first five years of their career. Yep. So, you know, I think it's really helpful for an agent to spend. I think a lot of that has to do with it, with them joining the wrong firm to begin with. So what I tell my agents when they come on, if they're new or newer, we like to hire people from teams, by the way, as well, is that, you know, you are taking my leads because there is a hole in your pipeline. And as soon as there is a, you start to fill that up, then that it makes more financial sense for them to go independent and not take my leads. So we have a system that's set up for that. And I'll tell you one more thing that, that, that we found interesting is it, you know, a realization I had a couple of years ago is that we, we don't do caps, right? We're mm-hmm. a full service brokerage. And I think that that's important for a lot of agents to realize is that if you're at a company that does caps, in my opinion, you're, you're, you can be, your $10 million producer is only is, is worth as much as your $3 million producer. So a company like ours, where we provide so much service, so much technology, so much, uh, uh, coaching and training, 
where you have to have that extra revenue. And I think that's a problem with a lot of the brokerages is that the, the margins for producing agents is so thin. Yeah, it is. And what it does is it, it, it impedes or, or prevents the broker from, from offering those services, right? That, yeah, you know, and, and exactly. then the agents are forced to go elsewhere to go outside. Um, I think the, and again, you know, I, I said it before and I, I wasn't saying it to be complimentary or, or nice. I, I think it is the, the smart structure, not, not necessarily the easiest structure. Yeah. Um, and, um, so let's talk about that for a minute. You know, what, what are some of the biggest challenges, you know, so if I'm a broker out there, um, and let's say I'm not just a traditional brokerage and traditional model and I'm going, you know, I really need to, to sort of transition or, or to start to implement some of the things you've implemented or offer some of the services you've offered. Um, you know, what are some of the biggest challenges that, that you deal with right now? Yeah, well, I'll give an example of one right now that we're going through uh, that is has been rewarding but challenging is that we've been doing goal planning and business planning every year, and that's developed year over year. Uh, and then, like, you know, in previous years, we've met with the agents all at once, and we've done goal planning, right? Well, right now, we throughout the year, we meet with each agent quarterly and go over the goal planning we did previous in the year. This year, we've really dialed it in where we uh, ask them to fill out their spreadsheet of their volume, ask for three high-level objectives. And what we've learned is the most effective way to do this is to meet with our agents individually. So the past two weeks and the next two weeks at the end of this year, we are meeting with agents uh, two-on-one, and it's taking a lot of time. My schedule is completely full. So my... my uh, my next kind of uh, vision for that is is how do I how do I my next goal is how do I scale that in the future right yeah. so having to replace myself as the person who's conducting these or participating in these is going to be a challenge and it's, I think the real challenge is the time that you're putting in with the services not just mentioning not to mention you know what we pay for but a big part of what we do is being available. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which we know agents, a lot of agents really value, right? They really, yeah. they, they want that connection. They need that connection. They're, they're, um, you know, they're, if they didn't have some need for that, they'd likely just be out on their own and not be a part of the firm anyways. Um, yeah. So the, so have you come up with a solution for, for scaling, scaling or duplicating or replicating yourself? Yeah. And I mean, somewhat, yeah. I mean, the solution is, is in the people, right? So I've got, you know, I do these meetings with, uh, um, Sunny Tracy, my office manager, and, uh, she's amazing. I've also got a, a sales manager, John McCarthy, uh, that I think next year will take a huge part in this. Uh, right now he's got other duties, but, um, you know, making sure that you have the right people and then they know exactly, uh, how to do that. And I'll still be doing them too, yeah. but, and I'm trying to to really embrace the role of a true CEO, right? Which is a it's it's different from being a broker owner. So it's much different, yeah. It's uh, it's you know going from the the practitioner to the strategist, you know, and the and the leader um, mm -hmm. is a uh, it's a transition that a lot of people have made and or made successfully. So, um, hey, let's talk about agents. You know, there's. There's, I believe, and I'd, I'd love to get your thought on this, that it's more difficult now for a new agent to get going in this business 
than it than it was in years past. And when I say in years past, I mean like you know five, ten, fifteen years ago. I, I just believe it's more competitive, and and because of changing in consumer behaviors and where consumers are, and and having the resources to meet consumers where they are, it's most most agents that are new just don't have the resources to do that, and it takes you know a team or a brokerage that's you know that's really has the capital and the right strategy to to you know generate leads um, yeah. to do that. For for someone who's who's a new agent or or is about to become an agent, and they're saying, "Hey, should I? What type of what what's the best type of brokerage for me to be at? And is a team going to set me back or take it longer for me to get to where I want to go? Or is a team going to actually help me? You know, how do I make that choice of of being a team on a team or not on a team as a, as a new agent? Sure, and I I, I feel this question. So many times, uh, I believe that as a new agent, you need three things. Number one is you need systems, and when I say systems, we're talking technology, CRM, uh, you know, uh, mail system, etc. Right? Everyone should have that. I remember five years ago where there was a good percentage of companies that didn't have it. Right? I mean, let's say good, like twenty percent. Now, almost everyone has it. Okay. The second thing that an agent needs is training and. Um, there's new agent training and then there's ongoing like high level training, like, um, you know, how to write a multiple offer, how to, you know, uh, do the perfect listing presentation. A lot of companies have that, not all of them, but, uh, but a decent amount of companies have it. The third and most important thing that I believe a new agent needs is a company that will provide them with leads. And that's where it gets really tough especially on the brokerage level, right? Um, and I've seen, you know, the, these recruiters at some of these companies will say, okay, well, yeah, we have these, these leads and they come in. It's like desk duty, okay? Well, I'm not talking about desk duty. I'm talking about internet leads. Unless the person is a, just a, someone who's just an, op- I've seen this happen before, an open house, you know, magician right off the gates, they're going to need internet leads, right? Or if they're coming from a sales background that's related to real estate, we'll transition to it. So I would say that a team is in almost every case, one of the things that you should really be looking at as a new agent, uh, because teams are going to employ, even if they're with, with a huge brokerage are going to, uh, use, technologies and services over and above what the brokerage provides. So uh, if you're asking if, it, if it's a hindrance, no, I don't think so. The difference is, is that at some point in the career of an agent that's on a team, they have to decide if it's going, if, if, if that is sustainable, right? I mean, there are teams out there that do have a, a better split model for going independent, but a lot of them don't. And I think that's the, that's the, the folly, folly of, a, of a team is that they need to be thinking, team leaders need to be thinking long-term on how they're going to keep these agents that turn into, quote, veteran agents. Yeah. Yeah. And it all, you, know, you also highlight that you know, certainly all teams, all brokerages are not created equal. And you know, the training leads in systems, not, even, yeah. not all teams even have those or have them at a high level. So right. as, as a new agent, really you know, taking the time to explore, to investigate, to interview the teams and the brokerages to make sure that 
that those three things, and I agree with you wholeheartedly, you know, the training systems and leads are the things that are going to help someone, um, I am help. They're, they're almost necessary for the success yeah. of, of a new agent. Um, yeah, I know a lot of people watching or listening, um, probably are agreeing with, with just about everything you're saying, but they have probably a lot of questions. I know some of the questions they have, cause I get them and I'm sure you do too is, okay, when we talk about systems, when we talk about technology, even when we talk about leads, what are the tools that we're using? And not to do a commercial for vendors that, that you do business with, but just to share, sure. hey, this is what I'm using. It's working for us. Um, yeah. You know, what, what CRMs, what lead platforms, what, what other technologies that are you guys currently using that, that are helping you do what you do with your agents? Yeah. So, you know, with CRMs, I've kissed a lot of frogs uh, and I'm a huge fan of Fall Out Boss. And I think the reason I like that is it, this is not a commercial for Fall Out Boss. The reason mm-hmm. I really like Fall Out Boss is because I've gone from platform to platform that has their own CRM. I don't want to be married to a platform. Okay. And so with Follow Boss, that's our main, uh, that's all they do is a CRM. So I can plug anything into it. So I really like that. Um, For transaction management, we use a a company called Transactify uh, that does measurement and it does transaction management. There's others out there that are just like it, like Skyslope and Broker Mint. Uh, What I like about Transactify is it actually has a review system that will generate reviews for me. Um, Leads, you know, platforms, there's tons of them out there. We've used all of them. We've used uh, Curator, um, currently using Wilopo. I really love the technology that they have. Um, And, you know, what's funny, uh, Chris, is that, you know, a few years ago, I would be really hesitant to share (laughs) all this stuff. And I'm just just not anymore. I I don't fear it. What was one of the reasons you were hesitant because you know, you weren't you weren't convinced that they were good and if someone said hey Ryan no, you said I, this I was afraid of telling my competition yeah yeah um, well the, yeah the good news is there's uh, you know it's funny because I, I in one of our businesses we use Follow Up Boss and one of our businesses we use Ylopo so um, yeah <clears throat> so I'm familiar with it and all these companies are out there and, and one yeah. of the reasons that agents come to to agent advice is to learn about these companies and to to see what people have to say so they can make, make decisions and choices. But you know, you hit on the three, the three main components, right? So whether you're a large team or you're, you're a brokerage and whether you're operating in a hybrid or, or full on, you know, sort of team mode, you need, you need those three components. You need the CRM, you need a, yeah. a lead, a lead platform to, to generate leads. Um, unless you have, or one of the rare people that have the, the absolute expertise, time, and energy to, to try to do it yourself. Uh, and yeah. then you need the transaction management. Um, what about the, let's talk about the size. You said you have about 40, 43 agents in the brokerage. What does the support team look like? You mentioned you have the sales managers, you mentioned you have a head of operations. Who else yeah. is on the, on the team from a, a staff standpoint? Yeah, so are my leadership team is obviously myself, um, my head of operations, my sales manager, and I've got a director of marketing. Uh, and that is one of the things that we do. Uh, you know, I'm not the best in the world, but we do generate uh, leads through SEO and retargeting through, and we use our REW site for that. Um, 
But in, also in the support role, I've got a full-time content manager uh, based out of the Philippines that's amazing. I've got a uh, transaction coordinator, again, in the Philippines uh, that's really amazing. And, and one of the tips that I would give team leaders and agents on this is, like, I've used these companies that uh, you pay and then they pay other people. Right. So you may pay 7 to $9, and they're paying their transaction coordinator uh, uh, you know, two to three dollars. I mean, I've used those companies and they just did not work for me. Um, so I, I found my, my content writer through that, um, and kind of canceled it during the first couple weeks of COVID and then went back to her on my own and said, you want to work directly to me for six dollars an hour, which is a lot of money over there. There's an, actually a company in the Philippines, if you just Google like the Indeed of the Philippines, where you can put an ad out and um, you get you know tons of applications. And, and my transaction manager was taken from a team in Houston that she's worked five years for. Wow. So you can really get good people overseas, uh, you just, I, I, I recommend circumventing these companies if you can. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's my, I, I diverged off of that, but yeah. that's my support team. Okay. So, so not, um, you know, not overly cumbersome or huge, um, but sounds real efficient and real effective. And I know yeah. a lot, and a lot of brokerages, and again, a lot of teams struggle with their structure and how many people they need and what they're doing. Uh, you know, the name of the game is to be able to get everything done and do it at a really um, efficient and efficient manner so that you're, you know, not uh, not having to spend more money than's necessary. Yeah. And that's the hard part when you're when you're scaling is that you tend to have your eyes in every direction. So what's important with my organization is that everyone knows what they're doing, what where their direction is, except for me. OK, because my direction is going to be everywhere. And when I look left, I need a team to look where I was, look right where I was. So making sure that, and we've gotten, we've been bad at this and we've gotten a lot, lot better at this. We, we now set up a, a team meeting. It's 30 minutes every week. And we just discovered the, the three most important things in our business, which is uh, uh, marketing, sales, and um, in operations. Got it. Um, and then we, we, we also fall in loosely, we're going to get more into this, but the EOS model of doing business, you know, if you've ever heard the book, uh, Rocket Fuel Retraction, yep. we're, we're, we're working on that as well. All right. Good. Good for you guys. So um, let's talk about that. We got a new year coming and there's, mm -hmm. I'm sure there's things like you know, that you're focused on for your business or goals you have. What are some of the things in 2021 that you're absolutely going to focus on or that you want to, you want to see come to fruition? Yeah, so, you know, my goal for the end of uh, 2020 was 45 agents. Um, my goal for 2021 is 70. So, and, and, and by the way, I know that that could be a loftier goal, but it's intentionally not. Uh, we are, uh, th that's, that's actually my, my secondary goal. My primary goal is actually to increase volume of my agents. Uh, I believe that there's been a lot of pent up inventory uh, because of the pandemic that that, need, that needs to sell, wants to sell. And so we're, our biggest priority for 2021 is agent volume and increasing the agent volume. And so we're doing trainings on uh, we're having social media experts coming in. 
we're working with our mutual friend Steve Hunley on um, you know getting more listings for the agents. Uh, really focusing on how to tap into your, your the agent's farms, how to uh, promote yourself in a tactful way on social media. And the biggest thing with which I, I teach agents all the time, the number one thing that you can do to your business, uh, or two things, is one, put people in your CRM, and two, stay in front of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. I'll, I certainly wish you the best in, in 2021. So let's, let's, uh, let's wrap it up with this. For, you know, speaking as a, as a broker that you are, um, for newer brokers, older brokers, for any brokers out there, what's one or two things that you, that you would suggest that they should absolutely be focused on, at, you know, at this stage of, of where the industry's at? Um, <laughs> it's, it's the same advice I got when I first started, right? And it's to spend time in your CRM. And, and people, people, you know, my counterparts around the country that I'm friends with uh, kind of look at me and they're like, okay, you've grown a lot. What are you doing? It's like, I'm doing the same thing that when I was an agent that, that a veteran told me is spend time in your CRM. It's the most basic advice possible. But like all the agents that, that we're recruiting aren't recruiting because of all my wonderful advertising. Yes, that helps, but they're, they're recruiting because I'm establishing relationships. So it's, you know, the same advice that you and me got 30 years ago uh, is the same advice I'm giving now. Yeah. Build your audience and then build the relationship. When I say audience, your CRM, and then build that relationship. And I always say, show me your CRM and I'll show you your income. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great, great advice. As you're saying that, I'm thinking about my team and, um, you know, hoping and <laughs> thinking that, hoping they're doing the same thing. So, um, <laughs> hey, Ryan, thanks for taking the time to join us on the uh, Agent Advice Podcast. If someone wants to get a hold of you, they have questions, they want to pick your brain, however, what's the best way for people to reach out to you? And yeah, sure. Uh, on Instagram, it's at RealtyHack and um, SpyglassRealty.com. All right. Well, Ryan, thanks a lot. Appreciate what you've shared, and I'm sure the, uh, the agents and brokers out there appreciate it also. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Agent Advice Podcast. And remember, you can use agentadvice.com as a free resource. Just as the name suggests, it's written by agents for agents. That's all the time we have today. Thank you, and we look forward to hearing you and seeing you next time.